Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to part two of the Stompcast. Long and I are just wandering away. It is a very, I'd say quite a typical winter's day, isn't it? It's kind of, it's a little bit beigey looking around, but you've got the beautiful stream next to us. I've got dogs out wandering. We've been dodging a few uh, puddles and muddy spots, but that's the joy of being out on a good old stomp. So I hope you're joining me. Um, but I was saying the other day, Ronan, that lots of people listen to the Stompcast in all sorts of scenarios. We've actually got the Stompcast now on Virgin Atlantic. Um, wow. So people can have listen while on the plane. I've had people message me saying that recovering from operations when they can't go walking, they have a listen because they feel like they're outside. Oh. And one person said that they listened to the stomp cast to fall asleep, which I don't know whether it's a compliment or not. <laughs> I took, they did say at the end, just to let you know, that is a compliment, don't worry. So, <laughs> What's the kind of most surprising scenarios that people have listened to your podcast? Or like, what's the time you've like, someone has messaged you and said, oh my God, someone's listening from whatever part of the world. I remember... I, again, as I say, I don't really look at this stuff that much anymore, but I used to look and look at those uh, global maps. Yeah. And you can see on your, yeah. on the back end where you, whatever platform you host your podcasts on, you can see where people are listening. You just see random countries or a tiny country at the bottom of Africa. There's it's, people listening. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, though? and it's, it's just, it's mental, it's just it? wonderful, really. It really yeah, is. That's amazing. Well, listen, guys, welcome back. We're in part two. We're going to be talking about happiness. Um, it's something that if you look up like the top things that are Google people to do with help, sleep is up there, health is up there as well. People want to know how to feel sorry, happier. So I wonder if we could delve a little bit into that kind of topic. What does happiness mean? Like in, both in terms of your experience in the podcast, but also as a as a doctor has treated many, many patients. What does it look like when someone is happy? And, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about of, kind of how do we try and be a bit happier, especially with all the pressures and the things we talked about at the end of part one. Well, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about happiness is that it's someone who's got a smile on their face all the time. Mm. To me, that's not happiness, right? That's a billboard image, right? So let's imagine, you know, what is the classic billboard image? The, you know, the young couple with their two children smiling on a beach somewhere with a sea behind them. And we Ice get- Ice creams in hand, of course. Yeah, yeah, we get sold this idea that actually that's happiness and that's, you know, out on holiday in the sun, living your best life. Well, that's not really that realistic. And even for that couple on the billboard, assuming they are a couple and not just two models mm. who are together for the that's, shoot, yeah. right? That's not going to be their life every day. No one's life is. So happiness to me, well, I, I, I have two concepts related to happiness. One is called core happiness, C-O-R-E, core happiness, which is the happiness I believe we all want. And I compare that to junk happiness. So what's junk happiness? Junk happiness are basically those habits like sugar, like alcohol, like gambling, like online shopping, like scrolling Instagram for too long, whatever it might be, that we engage in, often to distract ourselves from doing something else or feeling 
something or dealing with something in our lives that need dealing with. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with those junk happiness habits in and of themselves. The problem arises when we engage in them too often or we make the mistake of believing that they're giving us true, deep happiness. And so I think that's one of the myths around happiness. That's actually what, as I say, junk happiness. Now, what's core happiness? Well, core happiness is the happiness I believe we all truly do want. And there's three ingredients to core happiness. Alignment, contentment, and control. Alignment, contentment, control. So alignment is basically when the person who you really are inside and the person who you are being out there in the world are one and the same. Mm. Authenticity almost then, that you yeah. are actually who you want to be exactly. or who you are inside. Yeah, especially when your, your inner values and your outer actions start to match up right. more and more. They're That's aligned. alignment. Yeah, cool. Contentment is, well, what are those things I do in life that give me a sense of contentment and calmness uh, and, and make me feel at peace? What are those things? And control, it's not about controlling things, right? Because you can't control the world. Mm. It's about a sense of control. What are those things that give you a sense of control because we know from the research that people with a sense of control in their lives are healthier, they're happier, they get promotions, they earn more money, they have better social relationships. So many good things come on the back of a sense of control. You know, in my last book, which was on happiness, I called core happiness a three-legged stool, right? And each of the three legs, alignment, contempt, and control, are important, but they're not enough in and of themselves. You need balance between those three, otherwise your stool Fine. is so going to be unbalanced. Pillars, one of it's too high, then it's going to fall, you're going to fall over when you try and sit on it, basically. Uh, exactly. So, and that's the kind of stable happiness that helps us navigate life. And it means that, yes, some days you're going to have bad days. I have bad days, even though I said to you before in part one that I'm, a, I'm as happy now as I've ever been. Mm -hmm. And I really genuinely mean that from my heart. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean some days aren't bad or or sometimes I don't feel a bit down, or the world doesn't look quite as rosy as in other days, but I don't consider me to be unhappy then, because it's part of that wider picture. Mm. And also, you, you mentioned what does it mean to me as a doctor? Well, the reason I wrote Happy Mind, Happy Life, Alex, was because I was starting to see this strong link between happiness and health. Mm. And a lot of people don't realize that happier people are healthier, and healthier people are happier. So the two things are unequivocally linked then? They are They, they are absolutely linked. And, and some people say, okay, well, of course, if you're happier, you're gonna be healthier. Mm. Mm. Right, so I'm healthier. So therefore, I'm gonna have more energy and more vitality, and so it's easy, and I get that. But research has shown that even when you account for that, so even when lifestyle habits are the same, healthier people, well, sorry, even when you account for lifestyle, happier people are actually healthier. Right. And there was this great study right. done with nuns and they watched, they followed nuns over the course of their lives. And why this study was so powerful is because all the nuns had the same lifestyle. Sure. Same diet, same, same routine, movement, habits, yeah. same amounts of stress and sleep. And, and they could see very clearly that the happier nuns, the ones who felt more positive about themselves, about the world, they lived significantly longer and they were substantially healthier. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, there's been a lot of studies showing that kind of difference between optimists and pessimists that, you know, studies show that uh, optimists live uh, up to 15% longer uh, than pessimists. Because I guess you're, when you have a certain mindset, your lifestyle choices, the way that you treat your body, life and yeah, approach the world is going to be probably more aligned with more healthier. Yeah. So like if you're feeling happier, you're, you're ha- the, the two are just quite linked together. So I guess it makes sense when people feel sad or bad. Like I know that in times gone by, and part of the reason why I was six stone heavier and things was because I felt sad, therefore I ate worse because I wanted to feel that quick dopamine that you get with that or the yeah. drink to numb and all that kind of stuff. And, and that, you know, those two things, as I started working on the happiness, which actually also meant working on the health, they were so hand in hand that now I am much ha- ha- healthier and happier. I wouldn't say I'm perfect. I definitely have very difficult times and you know, I go through some very difficult patches, but I'd say the average is much better. Yeah, there's this, um, this really powerful exercise that I do regularly and I've been recommending to my patients for a number of years. It's called Write Your Own Happy Ending. And I think this kind of relates to everything we've spoken about so far in part two, but also in part one. Right, and there's two parts of this exercise. It literally takes minutes to do. And if people who are listening take nothing else from our conversation, but just take this exercise, I almost guarantee it will start to improve the quality of their lives, right? So the first part is, let's try it on you in real time. I I was gonna say, well, let's do it because I, I sounds like I need this too. Okay, imagine you're on your deathbed, right? Right, you're at the end of your life. Mm And hopefully your... a lot longer the distance, really far oh, okay. away. Okay, yeah, far, exactly. Far but you're, you're <laughs> fast sorting all the way yeah. there. And now you're looking back on your life. Mm. What are three things you will want to have done? Three things that I'd like to have done. I'd like to have, I hope that I lived my life in some sense of peace. I always think peace has been, is really important to me. I find that I often spend, I'm often not as peaceful as I'd like to be. I'd like, I hope that I could look back and think I spent a lot of time with my friends and my family because that's really, really important to me. And the third of all, I hope that I've lived a life that's pur- purposeful, that in some way I've contributed to the people around me. Like when you pass away, you feel like you've left something of meaning. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful, beautiful answers. And the kinds of things that people actually do say on their deathbed, you know, we know from palliative care nurses what people actually tend to say, which is, I wish I'd worked less. I wish I'd spent more time with my friends and family. I wish I'd lived my life and not the life that other people expected mm. of me. Mm. You know, we, we see that Bronnie Ware wrote this great book, Five Regrets of the Dying. Where I saw, she, yeah, I saw that and you talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I had a, just a beautiful conversation podcast, with yeah. her, right? So your answers are not 
a million miles away. They're like, you, you know, nurturing relationships, um, feeling a sense of peace, mm. and doing something that has purpose that improves the lives of others, right? So that's the first part of the exercise. The second part is you bring it now into the present day. So in order to get that happy ending, what are three weekly happiness habits that you would need to do? I think, so three things, I, to hang out, I think to hang out with my, my a, a friend or loved person in my life at yep. least once a week, because sometimes life's so busy, I don't see my friends from one week to the next on my family. Agreed, and I've done that. So, so okay, so if you did that somewhere. every week, on your deathbed, you would meet that yeah. desire, right? Of, of having nurtured those relationships, yeah. right? So anything else you could think of on a weekly basis? So for, I guess, the hits and the other things, for peace, it'd be nice to have, like, well, it actually resonated a lot with me with the slow kind of Sunday, having a day of week, that I, a week that I'm not thinking about attaining or achieving tasks or goals, oh, I, I just feel just really present in the space that I'm in, that I'm not thinking, oh my God, I've got this stress or pressure, just oh, I love being that, relaxed. Alex. I love that. That's that one. And then the other one, I guess, I guess I'm hitting the other one. Probably the one that I'm hitting the most is that I do feel that I am doing something purposeful. I feel like I'm already doing that. Yeah, so what you continue. shared before about what you're doing, what you're doing with this podcast. I mean, it's just incredible, right? So I encourage people to write this down. On my fridge at home, I have my three weekly happiness That's habits amazing. written down. Because what it means, mate, is this. You've got to see it every day. You see it every day. You're, you're constantly being reminded of what truly is important in life. And this ties up everything. Stress, burnouts, not knowing what's enough, right? Mm. Is half the problem today in the 21st century is that we're so busy that we only fit in the important things when everything else is done. But everything else is never done. So for many of us, we forget about the really, really important things. We think sending another three or four emails back is going to move the needle. At the end of your life, you ain't going to care whether that email, you left it for another four or five days. But if you write those three things down, one slow day where you're not thinking about achievements, one hour or a proper meeting each week with your friends or your loved one, whatever it might be. And you know, That's my so three are very similar, right? On my deathbed, I want to have nourished my relationships, had time for my own passions mm. and done something that improves the lives of other people. So on a weekly basis, what that means to me is five meals with my wife and children where I'm undistracted. That works for me. It doesn't mean it will for someone mm. else. So I've got it there. So five meals where I'm not thinking about email. And do you stick I'm, at it? Do you hit that most of the time? Most of the time, not always. So yeah. sometimes if you fall short, it's not to, to get a stick to beat yourself up mm. with. It's just a gentle reminder. Ah, oh, wrong. You know what? It was only three this week. Mm. You know what? Let's not allow this to continue. Mm. Let's get back to five. Sometimes it's seven or eight, mm. right? But by having it that specific, it means I'm accountable to myself. Mm. So that's one. If I have time to play my guitar, write some songs, mm. go for a long run, whatever it might be, mm. then I know I'm finding time for my passions. And the third thing is, if I release an episode of my podcast each week, which I've been doing for, for six years now, then I know I'm improving the lives of other people. And so on my deathbed, those three things will, they'll have been met basically. So it's a simple exercise, Alex, but I think it's deceptively simple. I think if your audience do it, 
they'll really start to realize well, things about their I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on my fridge, which is handy timing because I've got a new fridge magnet that's come through. So it's there actually a timer to help me time my cooking, but it will helpfully hold up this note of paper to do this. And I will do it because actually, when it, as you're speaking, what I'm thinking is, well, actually, if you're aware that you're doing it, like, for example, the purpose point, I'm like, oh, actually, I am working towards that. You'll feel happy because you feel fulfilled. Exactly. You're acknowledging. You're acknowledging. Instead of thinking. Celebrate, almost like someone said about the resolutions or like, you know, reflections. Yeah. You're actually celebrating the things you are doing, not just going, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not exactly. Doing enough, not and enough. so some of it will be things you're doing and you're like, great. And other things will be, you know what, I can get a bit better there. But again, I think the key thing is that we don't use it as a stick to beat mm. ourselves up with. Mm. It's more about bringing like intention to our life and awareness. And this exercise will absolutely help people mm. become happier because it will help them focus on what's truly important in life. Well, that's amazing. So I want you all now, at the end, we're gonna come down to part two here. I want you to sit down now and I want you to do that. Three things, look back, imagine the end of your life, you sat there, you've got the blanket on your leg, you're very comfortable and you're just reflecting away at an amazing life you've had. What three things would you associate with, you know, a life that you feel was successful and happy? And then three actionable things you're gonna do each week to pick out. So and they could, if they want, share it with their partner or a friend. You do it together. Tell, uh, yeah, or even if you do it on your own, tell one person about it. Yeah. Tell one person about it so that they can give it a go. Because like we said at the start of the podcast, you know, the science, this knowledge, no one owns this stuff. We all should be trying to empower and help other people. That's I'm, the point, right? Yeah, for sure. So, thank you so much. We'll come to the end of part two. We're going to be going on to part three now. We're going to talk a little bit about the kind of successful habits, successful habits of successful people. And some of these habits, of course, might be things that are, in line with a happier life and some of the habits perhaps successful people do might be less helpful at being happy and there's a, there's a deliberate reason I want to think about that because sometimes we associate success with feeling of you know we've lived a good life and that, that isn't always the case is it. See you in part three everybody take care and goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.